Today on The Big Picture with Brett Craig. Lab leak on three. Kind of like when you're in that huddle before your soccer game. It's like everybody just went, lab leak on three. One, two, three. Lab leak. And they just all went out and told the world that it was a lab leak. Well, good morning and welcome to The Big Picture. I'm Brett Craig, your host. Today, I want to talk about the lab leak narrative that was a media no-fly zone. I did a podcast on that recently, the media no-fly zones, these areas that you just can't talk about, you're not allowed to, uh, but is now, uh, Lab Lake has now been greenlit and is approved for distribution by the powers that be. That's why I titled this episode, Lab Lake on 3. Break! Everybody, <clears throat> we get to talk about it now, because this story feels oh-so-coordinated, like another PSYOP. And I know I'm sounding like a tinfoil conspiracy wearing person, but I think if, like Elon Musk said, if you still believe the establishment media, you need to have your head examined. So I'm okay with that title. Now, everyone right now is high-fiving each other, uh, including me. I was a part of it, uh, that we've all been proven correct. You know, all this time we knew the virus didn't come from a bat in a wet market and it didn't come... You know, from some soup that somebody bought in Wuhan. It came from a basal level four, uh, BASL, I think is what it's called, the level four lab down the street that Anthony Fauci, the director of the NIH, funded via the EcoHealth Alliance. You can look all that up. Uh, and this is true. And so we all, we all supposedly knew that. And we all knew this to be true, even though the lab leak theory was one of those media no-fly zones, right? You weren't allowed to talk about this or you could seriously lose your job. You could be deplatformed, taken down off of social media. You would be shamed. You would be canceled. You'd be called a conspiracy theorist just like a week ago. Like one week ago, this was true. Well, I want to step back today a little bit and just challenge aspects of this lab leak hypothesis, specifically because it is obvious that suddenly the uh, lab leak hypothesis is the approved narrative, right? This is the narrative that we're all supposed to believe is the gospel truth and you don't even need to ask any questions anymore. Then how do we know that? How do we know this is the approved narrative? Because all at once, just think about it this week, all at once, all of establishment media did an about face and dropped the story on the public like it was hot, right? Wall Street Journal, lab leak, it's a thing. New York Times, lab leak. Every conservative publication, it's a lab leak. The Department of Energy says it's a lab leak. Now, I'm not sure why the Department of Energy uh, is an authority on virus leaks that come from a lab, but apparently people who are experts in energy uh, in the government are also virus experts. Again, I, I just find that so weird. The Department of Energy says it's a lab leak. Like, who cares what they think? Anyway, you go figure that one out. But also, Christopher Ray. now yesterday, I see this pop up on Twitter, the FBI director, the very trustworthy FBI director, because the FBI is extremely trustworthy when they're not investigating domestic terrorists that are also called parents. Uh, they're, they're worried about viruses escaping from labs. We should be uh, very, very uh, interested in what the FBI director has to say. So he got in on this uh, viral uh, debate coming from a lab because uh, he's a virus expert, Christopher Rave, and now he's saying that the FBI, FBI knew that lab leak was a thing all along. Take a look at this clip from Christopher Ray. Of energy study uh, that says it's likely uh, to have come from a lab leak, although the confidence is low. It cites the FBI. 
What is the determination by the FBI? So, uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for uh, quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. I will just make the observation that the Chinese government seems to me has been doing its best to try to thwart and obfuscate uh, the work here, the work that we're doing. Well, there you have it. Uh, all I can say is I, I just find these people to be so fake, like Christopher Ray, just another James Comey, who is another Robert Mueller. They're all just working for somebody. Somebody's giving them marching orders. I'm sorry, Christopher Ray feels so fake in this interview with Brett Baer from Fox News, just doing some shtick for whoever who's telling him to do it. And apparently somebody's told him that you're allowed to talk about lab leak now. And now he wants us to know that those very bad communist, uh, Chinese Communist Party people uh, who just interfered, interfered at every turn with uh, getting to the bottom of this lab leak. Otherwise, we would have got that to you sooner uh, because we're a very truthful group known as the FBI, uh, you know, who helped make up the Russian hoax, of course, and wasted three years of the American people's time when Trump was president. But we're supposed to believe the FBI would have told you earlier, were it not for the wily Chinese communists who just kept making it so darn hard to get to the truth that every single American basically thought was probably true, which is that it came from a lab down the street from a wet market. Uh, but apparently the FBI now now will admit that, but they just had a hard time with all those very wily communists in their way. But the point is, the government and the establishment media are all shouting lab leak from the rooftops, right? You're hearing it all at once this week. And we, being good little sheep, we all begin to high-five each other because we've been proven right. We all knew it wasn't from bat soup at the Wuhan market, and I admit that was my immediate reaction as well. Vindication, lab leak, finally they're admitting it. We're getting somewhere, aren't we? People are starting to be more honest. The media is starting to be more honest about what happened during COVID. We all knew it. But I will just say something does not sit right with me on this lab leak story. And I just wanted to share my thoughts on why I think we ought to have pause or give pause before spiking the football and closing the book on all the COVID corruption, the subterfuge, the lies that we have been told for three years and are still being told about a certain medical intervention that they still don't want to recognize was a complete disaster. So all we've been is lied to, but let's not close the book on this thing and just say, oh, well, it's lab leak and now we can move on. Uh, and I've been uh, lately on a bit of a jag about the media because I have become fully aware that all they do is lie. And so lately, all I, I don't know why, I just keep wanting to talk about the media. And I think part of that might be just my background in marketing and um, advertising and just in a way like doing propaganda for uh, clothing companies and uh, fast food. Um, I know a little bit about uh, putting lipstick on a pig uh, and propaganda. So, um, so I'm noticing and becoming more aware of how much more manipulated by the establishment media. And I and I know you probably know that, and perhaps even I knew that. But the degree to which they lie, and the coordination, as in the coordination with the government, with intelligence agencies like the FBI or the Department of Energy, which is not an intelligence agency, but 
government agencies to promote and spread their lies is absolutely stunning. And since I'm a professional marketer, like I said, I think I just have an interest in this. And once you see it, you can't unsee it, whether it is UFOs or Damar Hamlin or National Day of Hate that was supposedly happened last week in which I covered in a podcast, uh, YouTube video just a couple days ago, uh, which never materialized the National Day of Hate. Uh, And that video, by the way, has a few flubs in it. Forgive me. I'm just one chef making the the food here at the restaurant at the moment. But the point being, whether it's a lie about UFOs or Damar Hanlon or a virus that supposedly comes from bat soup in Wuhan, it's it, once you realize you're being lied to all the time and there are certain establishment narratives that you're supposed to accept and certain ones that you can't, you're not allowed to talk about or you could lose your job or be deplatformed. Um, once you become aware that you're being played, you realize it's happening all the time. And there's so many examples. I won't waste your time. Suffice to say, we're being lied to constantly. So why am I having second thoughts about the lab leak theory? And why do I think we should stop our touchdown dance and back padding of each other long enough to ask some questions about this lab leak theory? Well, I'm going to put forward a theory as to why I think we should be suspect about this lab leak story on a number of levels. But first, let's just stop and recognize something about the lab leak theory. It's just something we should, you know, because it's, it's easy to get kind of caught up in everything that's happening. And let's first point out, by the way, about lab leak, the weirdness of that all of a sudden it's okay to talk about. It's, it's okay, you know, to, to speak about that which was not allowed to be spoken about as of like last week, as of like it was in the ilk of ivermectin, right up there with Damar Hamlin's collapse on the field. You're, you're not allowed to talk about that. Right up there with saying there's such a thing as biological women, which you're not allowed to say anymore. Right up there with all these kinds of stories, that's where lab leak was like a week ago. Lab leak is a theory with no evidence whatsoever. There is zero evidence that this virus came out of a lab in China. There's no suggestion that this was cooked up in some sort of lab. There is no evidence that there's that conspiracy theory that we've heard going around uh, was leaked from a lab. Conspiracy theory that the Chinese made this virus up in a lab. An unsubstantiated theory. So suddenly we're allowed to talk about it. This week, it drops all at once as I've gone over here. Let's just acknowledge and step back for a second. That's weird. That is weird that all of a sudden the media has done an about face. And obviously, uh, now we can talk about it and we all know where the virus came from and Christopher Ray of the FBI even knows. And, um, and so you, you get it. So it's, you're dumb now if you didn't know that it came from a lab leak, even though a week ago you probably lost your job. So we went from, if you believe in lab leak, you're a racist, anti-Chinese, anti-vaxxer, anti-masker conspiracy theorist who wants their neighbors to die of the virus. We went from that to lab leak. Everybody knows it was a lab leak. It's obvious. Totes. It's just so obvious. And the very trustworthy Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, knows this. Suddenly Fox News knows this. CNN knows this. Wall Street Journal knows this. New York Times knows this. The virus experts at the Department of Energy know this. Everyone knows that lab leak is the jam, baby. It happened. It's a fact. And if you don't believe in lab leak, then you're a racist conspiracy theorist who hates America. I, I'm serious. That's probably where we're going to get to in a second is that now we're going to flip it and say, if you don't believe in lab leak, then what is wrong with you? What kind of person are you? What kind of American are you? So can we just stop and recognize just real quickly the massive gaslighting going on here to flip a switch, 
so suddenly on Lab Leak. And that's why I titled this podcast Lab Leak on 3. Kind of like when you're in that huddle before your soccer game. It's like everybody just went Lab Leak on 3. One, two, three. Lab Leak. And they just all went out and told the world that it was a Lab Leak. And everyone confirms it so blithely, so matter-of-factly. And you're an idiot if you didn't know that. Which makes me wonder, right? Because all they do is lie. I already talked about that. All they ever do is lie. It makes me wonder what is going on. So the question is, why now are we, are they willing, the establishment media, why is everybody willing to say all of a sudden that the virus leaked from a lab? Why is that okay when it wasn't okay like a week ago, like five days ago? Why is it okay to discuss it now and no longer going to be censored by social media uh, and even affirmed as the going theory? And I want to give you a couple ideas or a couple theories, uh, possible objectives with this coordinated story that's being dropped on the American people and why I think this is suddenly an approved narrative that you're allowed to consume and spread around uh, and why I think we're uh, imbibing it like easily distracted goldfish. All right, first, first objective that I think could be going on here. If you haven't noticed, there is a war machine that is firing up in America. We are, it is the latest mania, the latest mania Particularly with, I'll just be honest, the BLM people, the mask people, the vaccine people, the latest mania is Ukraine. You got to get that flag up. It's right next to the pride flag and the BLM flag. And the war machine is kicking up. And that is the media narrative. And it's, it's the biggest thing going right now. It's the latest narrative that you're supposed to support. We must have a war. We must ramp it up. We got to get it bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and there's no sitting down and negotiating. We got to get rid of this guy, Putin, and we must go to war. So this is the this is the mania that is going on. And this is a little sidebar. This is just interesting. Sat down with a kind of a social media uh, guru uh, who will re- re- remain nameless, but um, worked with him at a, a fairly prominent conservative news organization. Uh, and he was just saying, like, put in Ukraine into the search bar on YouTube and see what happens. And what he showed me was, right, he did it right in front of me on his phone. He showed me that when you put Ukraine into YouTube and search, the algorithm only produces stories in which support the war. It doesn't matter who's talking, but it will support the war in Ukraine. And he was saying that's kind of how the narratives work. You don't even know you're being fed a narrative because when you put it in as a search term in YouTube, Ukraine war, all you will get is pro-war stories. You will not hear another take on the Ukraine war. And that's how in bed social media, big tech is with the government. The, the, the narrative right now is we need to go to war. So why, what does lab leak have to do with that? Uh, so one of the things, if you didn't notice in the last week, this was a development in the Ukraine war, is that suddenly China is making overtures that they will be siding with the Russians should this thing escalate. And that is a really big deal um, because this is not a popular war, despite what you're being told by the media, despite the fact that the algorithm on, say, YouTube or any social media platform generally feeds you positive pro-war stories about the Ukraine. Ukraine, the Ukraine war is not popular with the American people. So what is the connection to the lab leak? Well, if China joins the Russians, this war could... You could argue that that would perhaps it would help gain some support for the war in Ukraine. It's very unpopular war, 
but maybe you could get a little more support, especially if Americans are frothing mad that they just went through three years of lockdowns, took experimental interventions that shall remain nameless, uh, that caused problems with their hearts uh, and all other kinds of problems, and their kids missed a year and a half of school all for nothing. That could really make people kind of angry. And perhaps you could direct that anger uh, and get people to sort of root for a war in the Ukraine because the Chinese are now jumping on the evil Vladimir Putin side. Uh, and right now there's sort of an apathy towards the war. Uh, I don't think people really want this war in America. It's not popular. But if China, who released a virus from a lab, uh, either in, unintentionally or purposely, uh, and caused all this misery for us the last three years, perhaps that would gin up more support for a war that our Western leaders in the West, particularly in America, the Biden administration, seems gung-ho to have. Again, I'm not saying I know this. I just want to be clear about that. But I do think the timing of this lab leak story is weird. And it's timed right after China made these overtures. I mean, it just happened like four days ago. China, I think Xi met with Putin. uh, And they made these overtures that they will support Putin, arm him, kind of like a proxy war, I guess, in the event that this war goes to the next level. And that is exactly what this war is about to do. There is no signs of a slowdown. And full removal of Vladimir Putin seems to be the NATO policy, which is largely led by the United States. There's not going to be a negotiation. Uh, And so, again, perhaps demonizing China, who's jumping in to help Putin, they just announced that or just made overtures that they might do that, is a way to gin up support for a very unpopular war in the Ukraine. Okay, so that's one theory why this story dropped all at once. Let me give you another theory. And this is maybe just as important and even more frightening. Um, But I think both of these things are why the lab leak story dropped. Theory two, the WHO pandemic treaty, treaty that you're not paying attention to right now that's currently being negotiated with the U.S. government and the Biden administration uh, because we are a member state of the signatory of the the WHO. There's a number of nations involved, of which we're one of them. And that pandemic treaty is being renegotiated and put forward. Uh, And I believe, and so if you haven't heard about this, let me just first back up. What is this pandemic accord from the WHO in the treaty? Uh, Okay, so I'll have you listen to the director Tedros, Director General Tedros, Ad Hananaman Gabrisis, talking about the new pandemic accord. I love these guys by the big names they give themselves. Director General Tedros Gabrisis, talking about his new pandemic accord that he is currently negotiating with member states, of which America is one of those. Let's watch the Tedros clip. This week, WHO member states are hosting discussions on amendments to the international health regulations. Next week, countries will begin negotiations on a zero draft of the new pandemic accord. These discussions will be crucial for building a more effective health security architecture for the future, grounded in international law, equity, and the fundamental right to health for all people. So there you have it. Um, You're probably not even hearing about this, right? Again, because you're hearing about UFOs. You're, you're hearing about DeMar Hanlon's triumphant return from collapsing on a football field. Of course, you're not hearing what happened to him cause that collapse because that wouldn't be good if we got into that. But you're hearing about all kinds of things and things like lab leak because what you don't need to be hearing about is the fact that we're about to sign our sovereignty over as the United States to the WHO, right? Uh, because this new pandemic accord is a disastrous idea 
but the Biden administration is ready to sign it and hand again our sovereignty over. And what that what does that mean? It means that in pandemics, our mitigation policies, our response would be handed over to the WHO, which is a very corrupt and incompetent organization that gave us all the responses that we just had that were so bad. And so this is critically important because uh, this week is this meeting is happening. Uh, this the WHO's intergovernmental negotiating body is meeting to hammer out the final terms of this pandemic treaty, the first draft of which was released on February 1st. And the Biden administration, again, appears determined to sign the United States to a legally binding accord with the WHO that would give the United Nations Health Agency, the WHO, the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic, including approved treatments. Remember all the arguments about treatments? The WHO would decide that. Um, Government regulations, such as lockdowns, the WHO would set our policy. We would just fall in line with whatever the WHO says. And vaccine mandates. Remember how popular those were? Remember how fun that was? The who will decide if you have to take a vaccine. Not our government, not us, not that I trust them either. Uh, The global supply chains that were shut down, all the things that happened in the pandemic response, the monitoring and surveillance of speech online, everything we saw that happened during COVID, that would all be determined by the who, the world health organization, which is an incredibly corrupt organization. And I'm going to get to who funds them. So you understand who would be setting policy and who would be stepping over the authority and the sovereignty of the United States. But first, before I get to who funds the who, and and again, this is all connected to the lab leak. Why did the lab leak story drop? And and, and, And the reason I'll just tell you right now is I believe they want to, you, the American public and for people to want to support the who because you need a group like the WHO overseeing these labs like Wuhan Lab because lab leak is a thing. Lab leak is a problem. So we need an international body, an international health agency like the WHO to make sure that we don't have more lab leaks, right? That's my theory here. So, but let's real quickly remember what happened when we followed the WHO's advice and when we mirrored our pandemic response policy after the Communist Party. Because basically we took what the communists, the, the CCP did in China became the COVID protocols. They became the mitigation policy for the world and for the West. Because, And so let's remember, because the one thing the establishment media doesn't want you to ever do, and that's what I keep trying to say in these latest podcasts, they don't want you to remember anything. They want us to be like little goldfish, like I said, that just like sit in the water. And we just look at lures, that little shiny things. And then we swim over to the shiny thing and we forget what we were just looking at. That's what they'd prefer that we behave as. And so if you remember, it was the Communist Chinese Party that set the pandemic response, right? The lockdowns. They were the ones. Remember, if you can go back in your mind, the piled dirt on the roads into Wuhan, they cut off cities from each other. They sprayed that bleach. Remember that mist into the air? It was so stupid. It looked so goofy. And I don't know that it achieved anything. They locked hundreds of millions of their own people down. And then what did we do? In the West, what did America do? What did Europe do? What did New Zealand do? What did Australia do? Um, we copied the CCP because because the communists have such great ideas, right? We've, they've always had such good ideas, like killing 100 million people in the 20th century alone. So we decided, let's let the people who apparently leaked the, the, the virus, or it came from their wet market, but it, it didn't come from the wet market. It might have come from a lab. Uh, let's let those people set our policy and mitigation policy. Isn't that interesting? So they can't keep the, the virus in a lab or they leaked it on purpose. But now let's let them set our COVID mitigation protocols, 
which is insane. And that's exactly what we did in the West, right? We took our notes from the corrupt communists and we destroyed a generation of our own children. We shut down our churches, our schools. We told people they couldn't go to the beach. You know, we even were afraid to exercise for fear of dying. I remember some guy telling me uh, at work that if somebody's running in front of you, jogging on a path at the beach, like the open beach by the Pacific Ocean, you could be in their stream of air and catch COVID. I mean, we, the, all of these ideas and fear originated out of, out of China, if, if we're honest. And we took these protocols and mitigation policies and we made them ours here in the West. And we set the fear knob to 11. We got them all from the Communist Chinese Party, uh, who to this day is still busy locking down their own people off and on. Why did they do that? Because they're communists and they're tyrants and they don't believe in freedom. And they would like, they surveil their people. They they want to know everything their people are doing and they don't trust their people. And that's the kind of an, uh, government that our Western elites, I believe, are envious of. They want a system like that here. Uh, in other words, just to wrap this up, basically all those hor- horrible pandemic responses that didn't work, that destroyed your life, got people canceled and deplapped and ruined your kid's scholastic career, forced experimental big pharma concoctions into your arm or your shoulder and basically destroyed the cohesion of America. That's when BLM happened. That's when all of this kind of a horrible uh, rending of the social fabric happened was during the lockdowns and we're still paying a price for it. These were all recommended by the WHO, who is working on a a treaty right now to force us to embrace their policies, all the same kinds of policies that didn't work before and all the policies that were inspired by the Communist Chinese Party. Yes, Biden wants to give them control of our pandemic responses going forward. And so that, why does that connect to the lab leak again? Because if the American public believes that it was a lab leak, then an organization, uh, international organization like the WHO, that becomes a good pretext or a good argument for an international organization like the WHO to oversee the labs that are all over the world. Uh, and, and so real quickly though, too, just so you know about the WHO, because this is important. Not only did the WHO take its pandemic mitigation policies from the Chinese Communist Party, guess who funds the biggest contributor to the WHO is? The Communist Chinese Party. They're the number one donor to the WHO, who we're renegotiating a treaty with right now to give them control over America and our pandemic responses going forward. So essentially, you're giving control to the WHO, who is basically bought and paid for by the Communist Chinese Party. Isn't that great? Guess who the second biggest donor to the World Health Organization is who wants to take our sovereignty and tell us how to respond to pandemics in the future. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you have the Chinese Communist Party and you have the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the two biggest donors to the World Health Organization. And this, again, all connects to the lab leak in in this way, which is if we can convince the American public that this was a sloppy lab leak in Wuhan, then we have an argument for empowering the WHO to take greater authority in the world and, in fact, overstep the sovereignty of the United States. Because somebody has to provide oversight for these pesky, incompetent biological labs that even apparently exist in the Ukraine. Remember that? Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So that is why 
I believe the lab leak story is being dropped suddenly. Number one, just to kind of recap what I said in this video, um, just to recap, there's two reasons the lab leak story, I believe, is being dropped. But let's first back up. Number one, remember, all the media, establishment media does, the legacy media does, is lie. They don't do their job anymore. They don't ask any questions. So number one, that's all they do is they lie. You're just being lied to all the time. Uh, and if they're selling you a lab leak, it's for a reason. If that story is the story that they're okay with you talking about and, and passing around and being a proponent of, if it's suddenly okay when it wasn't okay a week ago, it's for a reason. And I think the two reasons could be that lab leak is suddenly the approved narrative is because it helps fuel support for an unpopular war in Ukraine. This is sort of the dual reasons for this, because that war may soon include China as an ally to Russia. And that gins up potentially fuel support in people if they're if they're angry about a lab leak. Well, and those guys are actually on the side of Putin. Well, maybe we should jump into this war. That's one theory. And again, I'm not saying I know this for a fact, but this is, these are just theories. And a lab leak and a fear of more lab leaks could help fuel or gin up support for the WHO's new pandemic accord, which is quietly being hammered out as we speak and that the Biden administration intends to sign, uh, which will circumvent our national authority, national sovereignty, and hand over our pandemic protocols and responses in the future to the WHO, who is funded by the Communist Chinese Party and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Isn't that wonderful? State power married with corporate power. Isn't that beautiful? I think that's what they call fascism. In any case, which is why I think as we end up here, you should at least be suspicious of this lab leak theory and this lab leak story dropping all at once. Maybe it did come from a lab. I'm not saying it did or didn't. Um, if it did come from a lab, I think it was purposeful in my opinion. But the fact that it's suddenly permissible and being so sold so hard to the American public ought to to make you pause. We ought to stop high-fiving each other long enough to consider that while we're doing our touchdown dance, they are moving us, uh, the, the, the elites in the West, the establishment media is moving us towards a very unpopular war with Russia and now perhaps by proxy China and that also a pandemic treaty that would subvert our country's rights uh, and even our state's rights and our constitutional authority uh, should there be another pandemic is being struck as we speak and lab leak uh, might be a useful story for giving justification for why we need to increase the authority of the very corrupt World Health Organization uh, and their Director General Tedros. And as I said the other day, I believe we need to pray for our country's leaders. Uh, we need to pray for wisdom. And I, I keep saying this, but it is true. We are being bombarded and saturated with lies. Maybe some people knew this uh, for a very long time. I'll admit that I've never been uh, more skeptical skeptical of what I am being told. And uh, more and more, it, it just seems to me that you, you just can't trust what you're being sold and told. And, and, it, and this is just consistent with a Christian worldview, right? Because the, Jesus said the whole world lies in the lap uh, of Satan. Uh, he's the prince of this world and, and he's a liar. Uh, and so we are just swimming in lies all the time. We probably always were. We always are to some extent. Uh, it's not new. But I do think it's getting worse. 
And so I think we need to adopt a posture of skepticism. We need to pray for wisdom and we need to dig for the truth. The truth is out there, as the X-Files used to say. Uh, I'm not saying I have it all. I'm giving you a couple of theories today, but I do think you should be skeptical of these big establishment media narratives that get dropped in our lap all of a sudden. And while I admit that I am speculating about the reason for this sudden admission and the circulation of this lab leak theory that's suddenly permissible, I do think the coordinated dropping of the story alone should give us all pause. Something is very odd about it, and I think it's worth thinking about why they're trying to sell you this. And I think it's because it's an unpopular war with Russia and China and a WHO treaty uh, that, that would hand over American sovereignty to an international body funded by the Communist Chinese Party and the Melinda Gates Foundation, and that lab leak gives pretext for both of those. It gives a pretextual argument to get us into a war, uh, and which seems to be the agenda of our elites, and it, it gives a justification for a WHO treaty that would overstep our national sovereignty. Those are the two reasons I think you're hearing about lab leak. Um, give that some thought. There might be other reasons, but uh, I really appreciate you joining me and going down these rabbit holes with me a little bit. Um, I do find them really fascinating because I think messaging and marketing and, 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 e and even advertising for a war, even advertising for a, a pandemic treaty is happening even if we don't know it. We're being told things that get us to agree with establishment narratives that are moving us directions that I don't think the American people necessarily want to move. In any case, I am Brett Craig. That is the big picture, and I can't wait to see you guys next time.